This is Think Out Loud on OPB. I'm Dave Miller. For the first time in 15 years, passenger flights are once again taking off from the Salem Municipal Airport. Over the weekend, a Velo airline started flying to Las Vegas and Burbank. The ultra-low-cost carrier is a first to provide commercial flights from Salem's McNary Field since Delta stopped its service back in 2008. Salem Mayor Chris Hoy recently returned from the inaugural flight to Las Vegas, along with Travel Salem CEO and President Angie Villery. They both join us now. It's good to have both of you on the show. Thanks for having us. Delighted to be here. Chris Hoy, first, so as I noted, you were both on this inaugural flight to Las Vegas. What was it like? Uh, it was great. There was so much excitement at the airport. So much, uh, so many community members came out uh, to celebrate, and just on the plane, people were just really excited to uh, be able to, you know, just get to the airport within 15 minutes of pretty much wherever you live in Salem, because the airport's centrally located. You can get there in probably 15, 20 minutes, and uh, just a lot, a lot more convenient for folks who live here in the Mid Valley to to be able to fly. And uh, there's a lot of excitement for it. Angie, yeah. how was flying out of Salem different for you than it would have been to fly out of Portland? Well, you know, to be able to have an aerial view of our community, which is just so beautiful, um, so green and lush and in all the agriculture here and the rivers, and it was really beautiful. Um and I was just going to say, you know, what the mayor just said, even the pilots were celebrating with us when we were taking off. It was really, it was a beautiful experience, just the energy, the positivity um, for our community to finally be connected um, to the world, really, through this commercial air service. So it was, it was wonderful, beautiful hmm. experience. You mentioned to finally be connected. Uh, mayor Hoy, why did Delta pull out of Salem back in 2008? Yeah, so as I understand it, that whole that service was based on a totally different model. Those were 50 passenger regional jets. And with fuel prices uh, <clears throat> around that time, they, they kind of went up significantly. And that model really no longer was viable anywhere. If you look around, you don't really see those those regional jets flying anywhere anymore. We used to call them puddle jumpers. Yeah. <laughs> they can't put enough people on those to really to pay for the fuel. So this service is a totally different model. It's seven. It's seven thirty sevens. You know, so one hundred and fifty or so folks on every pl- uh, capacity on every plane, and so it really just changes the whole business model. Uh, the you know the service that Delta was offering was great, but it just it just no longer was viable, uh, just given the fuel prices back in the day. Hmm. Well, Angie Villery, how did the relationship with Avello come to be? That's kind of an interesting story. You know, when we originally started this this work, this recruitment effort about five and a half years ago, um, we were looking for a major carrier to a major hub. So this is pr- obviously prior to COVID. Um, and um, we did have interest back then. Um, but uh, we are a market where the airlines would be coming in and starting service. And so that's very different than having an existing airport and carriers adding service. So we knew we were in a little bit of a different position. But after COVID, um, things really shifted. The The airlines had to shift their strategic ways. They were you know, growing service across the country. Um, and so we really became attractive as almost like a Portland South airport for the ultra low cost carrier segment. And that was really exciting for us because... Um, 
very affordably. You can connect um, to the L.A. area, to Vegas, um, on a on a wonderful aircraft. They're highly fuel efficient. They're newer aircraft, so the experience as a as a whole is is wonderful. But it's also cost you know effective. So um, it was a great journey, and we have other carriers that are interested in our market. But we were really excited about Avello um, taking interest in Salem. Um, Believe it or not, Burbank and Vegas are in our top four destinations of where people in this region fly to, typically out of Portland. So they're delivering exactly what this community needs, and we're very thankful for that. That makes So they did some kind of market research to figure out where to fly, and that's how they chose Vegas and Burbank as, as the first two. Yes, and actually, we had done quite a bit of um, research ourselves here in our community to find out where people were flying. Um, so we were able to also provide them with a lot of data that showed where people in this community and our communities here fly. So they had a lot of confidence coming in. They knew that they would strike gold hitting here. And, and as of right now, it's all proven out to be true. So we're really thankful for that. What have you heard about bookings so far? It's one thing for there to be an inaugural weekend. There's often excitement about something new. But what about sustained interest going forward? Yeah, no, that's been interesting as well. Um, we heard um, when we first launched um, service, there was about 4,000 bookings at that time. And according to Avello, uh, Salem has been their most successful launch in the Western United States. So um, people, you know, the service took off with a bang. And, and as we understand it, flights are full um, and, and things are going very well. So we're really optimistic about um, continuing to grow that service. And, and um, the mayor and I have also heard from Avello that they have added capacity to to the, ho- the holidays already, and they're also looking at um, other markets right now as well. So those are all good signs for us. Oh, I want to hear about those other markets in just a second. But but um, Chris Hoy, what kind of airport upgrades did you have to do to, to bring this kind of air travel to Salem? Yeah, Dave, what we had to do is basically, you know, we have a, a very old terminal. Um, it, it's quite small. And what we wanted to do, you know, this is a little bit of a risk for the city. So what we wanted to do was do what was, I don't want to say just minimally necessary, but almost minimally necessary in order to federalize the airport and start service. Because we wanted to see, like, is this is the community going to support this? Is this something that's going to to really be a success? And so we, you know, we we had to work with the TSA and the FAA to, to do the federalization process with the security plan and all of those things. But then we also had to make some physical upgrades. You know, the last time we had service here was uh, before the TSA equipment had gotten so robust. So we had to reinforce the floor in the screening area so their equipment would not shake because it couldn't be on. It had to be on a, a, a concrete slab. So we literally had to uh, tear apart the floor and pour a concrete slab so that their equipment had solid ground to to sit on, so there was no shaking. Oh, I mean, like so this, the scanners that we all have to go through, they were too heavy for the old floor? Right, huh. right. What so about we the larger this. planes themselves? I mean, you mentioned that before there were 50 passenger planes. Now we're talking about, you know, well over 100. So we're just talking about longer, heavier planes. Did Was the infrastructure ready for those planes? Well, in terms of the runway and those sorts of things, 
we're we're good to go. Salem, the Salem Airport is a very active airport. There are forty five thousand takeoffs and landings every year before we ever relaunched commercial passenger air service. You know, we have Garmin on our airport. We have the National Guard. So there's a lot of activity there before we had commercial passenger air service. So the physical part with the plane, you know, takeoff and landing, that was all great. The the part that we're having challenges with, like the passenger holding area not really designed for these large aircraft and so it's pretty crowded in there um and that'll be you know if this thing really uh does well that'll be probably the first thing we do is expand that passenger waiting area and that sort of thing you know if we have if we were to have two planes at once uh be there or something like you know it would be really tight and our parking is pretty tight uh, as well so there there are things from the passenger experience perspective that uh we need to work on and we know we knew that going in but we wanted to just get started and just just to see if, if the community was ready for this and so we tried to do that with as minimal cost as possible but yet still have a quality experience Angie Villery, right around the time that Avello announced they were going to be bringing passenger travel back to McNary Field to, to your Salem airport, they also announced that just seven months after they started flying from Dayton, Ohio to Florida, that they were going to cancel those flights. They were, they were going to suspend those, which is just one example of of this business saying, we thought we would do this and, and we're changing our mind. Did that put any fear in your heart? That's such a good point to make, honestly. And, you know, I came into commercial air service recruitment brand new, as green as it gets. I didn't understand the landscape, and I've learned so much. The airline industry is so dynamic. It's changing daily almost in terms of their strategies and how they work. Um, Our market, for instance, one of the things that we did to ensure that our carrier, Avello, would be successful is we generated what is called a market revenue guarantee fund. And that has about $1.2 million in it. $850,000 of that came from a SCASD grant, which is a federal grant. And then our community, our business leaders and our our individuals here in Salem, the Salem area, raised another $350,000. So that MRG fund is there to support the airline and make sure that they're successful. Um, So things like that really do help um, new service like what we're experiencing here in Salem take off and have the time to really gain the momentum it needs. So no, to be honest, I wasn't um, concerned when I had heard what happened in Ohio. Um, I feel for that market, though, because I I know how much you invest and how excited you you are to get service. But here in Salem, we feel very, very confident that we have the right mix. We have the right um, folks that are flying out of our market here. 1,200 are flying every day out and 1,200 are flying every day in. and so uh, we have the confidence that the data and the air, the carrier where we're flying to, and it's just all the right mix. Why, so, why would people be question. choosing um, Salem's airport over Eugene if they're going to go south or Portland if they were going to go north? Let me take a shot at that one, Dave, if I can. Yeah, please. So to give you an example, when I we landed uh, uh, Sunday night, from the time we were wheels down, like literally just touched down until I was home uh petting my dogs was 30 minutes and i checked a bag so i wow. we, we taxied we deplaned i got my luggage i used the restroom and i got my car and i drove home and that happened and i because i watched my clock to just you know get but a is your home inside the airport 
<laughs> no, it is not. Okay, I just got no, to check. Okay. I live over in East Salem. Uh, the, the airport's in South Salem, but it's pretty centrally located. And so 30 minutes and I was home. And that's why it's just the convenience alone, uh, being able to be dropped off at the airport conveniently without having, you know, it's in, if I go to, when I go to PDX and I fly out, you know, a few times a year, it's, it's a minimum one hour. And that depends on what's going on in Wilsonville, as you know, the, the I-5 can back up there. So it's a minimum one hour, just getting to the airport to get parked from mm-hmm. Salem. And Angie Villery, briefly, you mentioned that um, that there could be more interest in in other destinations. So, so what's next? Where else might people be able to fly to if Burbank or Las Vegas are not on their top list? Well, um, we have always talked about a couple of other markets. Um, there were four specifically that we know that our our market flies to, and so it was, you know, Burbank or L.A., Vegas, um, San Francisco and Phoenix. And so those other markets are also on the radar. And there are actually others that are being discussed as well that I'm not um, free to share. But um, we do have confidence that our service here will expand over time and grow to really serve uh, our communities here. Um, You know, we have about two counties and 28 cities plus north and south that we believe will be serving. So probably three quarters of a million people will travel out of our airport. Um, we know that it will take about 100,000 cars off the road. So we're also happy about the green footprint that this brings to our communities as well, because we're mindful of that as well. You mean people who were going to fly otherwise and are going to drive less to get to the airport from which they'll take off, right? That's that's yep. the cars off the road. Okay. Yep. Angie Villery and Chris Hoy, thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. You too. Angie Villery is president and CEO of Travel Salem. Chris Hoy is the mayor of Salem. They joined us to talk about the return of commercial air travel to Salem.